This is the Cybersecurity Cast, where we dive into the latest cybersecurity news, trends, vulnerabilities, and exploits for those already in the know and those who need to know. The Cybersecurity Cast is produced by Herjavec Group. Information security is what we do. We are an expert team of highly dedicated security specialists supported by strategic and emerging technology partners who are laser focused on keeping our enterprise customers cyber secure. Today we're talking about the cybersecurity challenges that enterprises will face in 2018. We recently published our annual cybersecurity conversations for the C-Suite in 2018 report that highlighted the five conversations you should have this year to support your organization's proactive cyber defense. In 2018, it's time to get back to basics. As we become accustomed to cyber attacks compromising enterprise environments and flashy headlines of data breaches splashed across the news, we risk becoming complacent towards the enterprise's need for proactive cyber defense. As you begin to plan your cybersecurity strategy, we recommend having conversations surrounding compliance requirements, namely GDPR, evaluating the right cyber insurance policy for your organization, incorporating purple teaming for greater incident response planning, establishing a strong cyber hygiene program, and strengthening your mobile and IoT security for your corporate environment. To learn more about all of these different conversation topics, we talked to Ira Goldstein, SVP of Technical Operations at Herjavec Group. If there's one takeaway from this podcast, it's that 2018 will be the year of compliance and regulation, most notably the General Data Protection Regulation, or GDPR. As we move closer to the enforcement date, organizations must ensure that they are compliant. Businesses can expect to instill certain security practices not because they want to, but because they will be required to. The GDPR is perhaps the most noteworthy regulation with a formal enforcement date of May 25, 2018. This regulation aims to protect the personal data of all EU persons. Although it is officially enacted by the European Union, non-EEA corporations can easily make the mistake of believing that they are not required to be GDPR compliant if they are not based in the EU. However, the GDPR applies to all businesses that collect, store, transfer, or process data on EU natural persons. Key elements of the GDPR include informed consent by data subject for the collection and processing of personal data, as well as the ability of the data subject to have their data corrected, returned to them, and to be forgotten. Herjavec Group's SVP of Technical Operations, Ira Goldstein, comments further on GDPR and the rising impacts of third-party risk. Enterprises are going to continue to face the challenge of compliance next year. 2018 for many enterprises is going to be the year of painful compliance because of GDPR. The reason GDPR is different than many of the other compliance requirements that came before it is that it has significant fines associated with it. So you could be fined if you're found to be non-compliant with GDPR, up to 4% of your total global revenue or 20 million euros, whichever is higher. So it's a significant amount of money and companies around the world are struggling to be compliant with GDPR. There's several key requirements for them to be compliant with GDPR and it's very important for them to engage with two types of experts, uh, a cybersecurity expert like Herjavec Group to ensure they're compliant and as well, legal counsel. This is a significant enough compliance requirement that everyone who is subject to GDPR, or even if you don't know if you're subject to GDPR, it's important to engage with an outside legal counsel to tell you if you are. As well, third-party risk has become a really hot topic in compliance circles, uh, partially because several high-profile breaches were, in the past several years, were tied back to third-party risk. So third-party risk assessments are becoming increasingly important, 
and uh, there's a new regulation for those who are taking SOC 1 uh, compliance, uh, and it's an update to SSAE 16, now called SSAE 18, which requires additional reviews of outsourced service providers and risk assessments to be performed by companies who may not have previously been required to perform them. While achieving the label of compliance is critical, compliance requirements are often the bare minimum that organizations are expected to have when it comes to cybersecurity. Protecting critical company data is less about achieving compliance and more about creating and adhering to a strong cybersecurity program. Another challenge facing enterprises is the need to have the right cyber insurance policy. In 2017, we've seen a number of high-profile companies being breached, such as HBO, Deloitte, and Equifax. And if there's one thing to be learned, it's that hackers are showing no signs of slowing down. Given the financial risk associated with any cyber attack, the conversation around cyber insurance is a must in any boardroom. While cyber insurance doesn't protect against cybercrime, it does protect against financial losses that may be incurred as a result of cybercrime. Often this means that organizations are able to offset the costs associated with incident response. Data breaches are occurring almost daily, and the cyber insurance market is starting to mature as a result. We asked Ira, what does this mean? What's happening in the cyber insurance market is that as more policies have been placed over the past few years, more claims have been made and claims have been paid out. And so the claims experience of American cyber insurers is really increasing. And I think we'll see those insurance policies start to be adjusted in 18, whether the, it's just the wording in the policies to restrict what's covered or the premiums may change as a result of some of the losses uh, incurred by some of the biggest companies that were breached in 2017. What can people do about that? They, you need to have a good broker who understands policy wording. If you're a global company, you need to have a global broker and take their advice on the types of insurance and coverage you should be paying for. It's no surprise that the total value of cybersecurity premiums is expected to reach $7.5 billion by 2020. Generally speaking, if a business is data-driven in any form, it should have cyber insurance. However, the differentiating factor lies within what the client does with the results garnered from the exercise. Purple Teaming works to pair traditional pen testing with the defensive methods that the client has in place for a detailed understanding of the organization's current incident response plan should a real cyber attack occur. The emphasis for the Purple Team is collaboration. They make sure that the vulnerabilities that are being worked on actually map to those exposed by the Red Team. There's a big surge in Red Teaming, meaning proactive uh, pen testing, that is, so pen testing has been a lot around for a long time and vulnerability assessments, and that's usually a static assessment of my network environment. What's happening in, the, in that market is that we're seeing more purple teaming, which is I have a red team or I have a red teaming process or an outsourced company that I use for red teaming, but then I have an existing provider and my own team that act as the blue team. Red and blue together become a purple team, and it's an exercise where I check I do two things at once. I do the traditional pen testing and, and red teaming and see if I can get into the environment. And I do my blue teaming to see how I defend and react against that. And so I think an increasing challenge for customers in 2018 is gonna be ensuring they have the right providers in place for that blue teaming so that they can get the result of a purple teaming exercise. Don't only do a static pen test and red teaming, at the same time accomplish what we call a tabletop in incident response terms find out how you would react to it, and present the results of both at the same time. 
Simply put, the idea is to see how an organization will react if an incident occurs and establishing Purple Team exercises is a key first step in developing a comprehensive incident response plan for 2018. We've seen many cyber attacks in 2017. From high-profile data breaches to the WannaCry and Petya ransomware attacks that brought down entire global networks, hackers are targeting enterprises across all sectors. So what can we learn from these attacks? It may not be sexy, but cyber hygiene will be the most important conversation you will have in 2018. At the enterprise level, we expect more, but don't always get it. Good hygiene includes password management, user access and control management, and of course, device management. So how can enterprises improve their cyber hygiene? Patching, rogue assets, using multi-factor authentication, controlling privileged accounts. These are basic security hygiene fundamentals that large complex enterprises are still having a hard time implementing. This is what the Equifax breach tied back to. There's the famous, uh, famous uh, testimony to Congress by the former CEO of Equifax, we've talked about this before, where he blamed a single IT a staff member for not patching a device and that's what led to the hack. That is basic hygiene. It's unacceptable for the CEO of a Fortune 500 company to blame an attack on hygiene when it's something that everyone has to be doing and has to be reporting on and has, there has to be governance around it. It is also highly recommended to invest in proper security awareness training program for employees. For example, all employees should be able to recognize an email scam. After all, 91% of cyber attacks are started through email. If there's one lesson to learn from data breaches of 2017, it's that large enterprises should be buckling down on cyber hygiene. Lastly, we are also recommending focusing on mobile and IoT security in 2018. As the use of mobile devices continues to increase exponentially, mobile security will take center stage in 2018. In fact, it's not the actual devices that pose the biggest risk, but rather the end users who will serve as an attack vector for cyber criminals. The trouble with securing mobile and IoT devices is that while there may be a mandate to maintain a certain level of security for both, governing bodies don't often fully consider a how devices are manufactured, b the price associated with securing these devices, and c the lack of technical knowledge of consumers purchasing the devices. Fortunately, there are steps enterprises can take to better manage mobile security. To learn more about mobile and IoT security, we asked Atif Gori, SVP of Herjavec Group, his views on MDM. Enterprises uh, are really in a tough situation in that the maturity of the uh, protection technologies is not, is, isn't responding as fast as the attacks. And so today, for the mobile side, uh, mobile device management solutions, MDM solutions, are the solution today, which essentially can control and limit features on a mobile device. But when it comes to bring your own devices, the BYOD uh, components of the way most modern companies operate now, uh, that really limits what a mobile device management suite or an MDM suite could do. So we're falling back to the controls that are already set up uh, within the, the operating systems, such as Android for Google or, or uh, for iOS for, for Apple. And those controls are limited to uh, consumer-based uh, protection schemes. So that whole frontier, I think, is something that, from a vendor and manufacturer standpoint, from security technologies, 
is a whole area of opportunity to continue to build out more solutions. To some, in 2018, enterprises will face many challenges. Hackers are not slowing down, so it's time for enterprises to start taking proactive measures to better their security postures. Think that's the perfect way to close this off, so thanks a lot to Ira Goldstein and Atif Gauri for taking the time to speak with us on the Cybersecurity Cast. We hope you've enjoyed learning about the key conversations enterprises need to have in the boardroom for 2018. To read the full 2018 cybersecurity conversations for the C-Suite report, head to herjavecgroup.com. Stay tuned for future episodes where we will talk ransomware, incident response plans, incorporating threat intelligence, and more. If you have any suggestions on topics you'd like us to cover, please contact us with your ideas at info at Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. You can also find the podcast on our website. And for more cybersecurity news, trends, and expert perspectives, please visit Herjavecgroup.com. Until next time.